This is the Millennial Realtor Podcast. I brought in a, a lender today to talk about the home buying process because you have a lot of questions about the, the home buying process as far as getting the, the funds to make the deal happen, to have to make sure that uh, the escrow is speedy and uh, smooth. And uh, 90% of transactions are lost due to lenders not doing their job or appraiser falling out or whatever the case may be. So here today I have Leslie O'Neill from Movement Mortgage, and she is here to help me uh, discuss about the, the process. Thanks for joining, Leslie. Hi, how are you? Good, good, good. So how long have you been um, in the uh, lending industry? I have been in the mortgage industry since 2003. So right out of college, I graduated in finance and then grew up in New Orleans, went to school in New Orleans, moved out here, and got a job in mortgage. So right out of college, I've been doing uh, lending. Cool. Mostly refis in the beginning and then now mainly purchase. Cool. 2003, you saw a lot of stuff between 2003 to 2011 that were yeah. not so much fun, I guess. Yeah, I got it. when I got out of college and started in the business, like you didn't, all you need to do is sign a paper and you got a loan. <laughs> and now, you know, they want all your documentation, income, assets, everything to get approved. So it's definitely changed a lot since I started. Cool. Blood types too? or Blood types, everything. Right. They want everything. <laughs> well, um, you know, most of my uh, listeners are going to be a millennial. So they're going to be first-time home buyers or people moving up for much larger purchases. And uh, the biggest transaction, biggest holdup in a transaction has been the lending side and, and on numbers. And I think your company has shown 90% of transactions fall out of escrow because of you know, the lender. Correct. So yeah. can you go over just your overall lending process and from start to finish and how you guys do everything overall? Yeah, so basically why I started working at Movement Mortgage is because of their process. Okay. So what they do different than other companies is instead of um, just having the, the loan officer uh, review your file and issue a pre-approval letter, they actually underwrite your file up front as a pre-approval mm-hmm. and so that you have a fully underwritten approval. So basically um, what some companies do is they do a pre-qualification letter. That's just okay. basically taking an application from a client and running their credit and going off of the information they're giving you over the phone and running it through an automated system through Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac and issuing a pre-qualification letter. With that, you haven't verified anything. Mm-hmm. You're basically just going off of what they're telling you. And with people that are like self-employed or get commission, bonus, you need to review that that documentation. Um, so then there's the next step, which you can do is a pre-approval where the client sends you all their documentation, you review it, and issue a pre-approval letter as the loan officer. But, you know, guidelines change all the time. Um, loan officers could miss something. Um, the underwriter is the final say on the loan. Mm-hmm. So that's where Movement jumped in and said, we're going to, you know, create this process so that there is no fallouts. Right. That the deal doesn't fall out because of underwriting. Um, so what we do is we take all the paperwork that you've sent to us, we submit it into underwriting, and have that underwriter who makes a final decision on the loan issue the pre-approval letter so that when you go into contracts, you don't have to worry that your loan's not going to go through based off income, assets, credit, that kind of stuff. Okay. So. That's awesome. So just you guys get in there, you jump 
in the front and just take care of all the headaches mostly that come out. Mostly headaches. The only thing we can't take care of in front is the appraisal title, that kind of stuff, because mm -hmm. that's something until you have a property, we can't sure, order that. Sure. So okay. you know, all the other mess is done up front. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then um, I guess going through the, the, the whole escrow process, um, and I think it's uh, some of us, you know, kind of chuckle about it all the time is, is the fact that, oh, yeah, you're getting this nice big house and then all of a sudden you're getting a, a credit card application in the mail. You're getting, oh, car loan information. So, you know, what do you do at that point as far as what, so what we advise our clients in the beginning is do not do anything to your credit while you are in the pre-approval process or in escrow. Don't do anything until the loan is closed. So basically you don't want to open any new credit cards don't have your credit run by number numerous you know people um don't buy a car if for some reason your lease is up while we are you know doing this let us know that up front so that we can factor in whatever the new lease payment is going to be um, into the loan we just don't want you you know don't uh, close credit cards um if you have collections and those kind of things talk to your loan officer in advance before you pay anything off or settle for something, um, make sure you, once you run your credit with the loan officer, you want to review all of that with them first before doing anything. But don't buy furniture. Yeah. Don't do any of that. <laughs> don't do anything. Don't yeah. buy anything. Cash. Yeah. Cash. Cash. Just, Cash. Just draw it all out and just sit yeah. on it for a yeah, month. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> um, now, credit scores. You, you talked about you know how you're drawing up, uh, looking at the credit uh, scores. How how do you guys manage that as far as a consumer? As far as with, um, you have the three different companies that you're looking at. So how do you determine the loan? So basically, we have um, TransUnion, Equifax, and Experian. We have to pull all three bureaus, and we will take the middle score of the three. So um, and from that point, <clears throat> we can depending on what type of loan you're doing, we can go down as low as 580 on an FHA or VA loan. Um, any conventional loans, we it's 620 credit score or above. Um, and to get the best rate, mm -hmm. you want it, you're looking at over 740 or mm -hmm. above to get best interest rate. And you know, on jumbo loans, even the higher rate that you, I mean, the higher credit score that you get, the better rate you're going to have. So if you have over 800, if you're in a jumbo loan situation, you're going to get a better uh, interest rate. Excellent. But 580 is the lowest we can do. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's cool. And then um, <clears throat> something comes up on the credit report. How do you guys manage that? So there's there's a surprise that there's a, a judgment or there's uh, something that comes on a credit uh, report. How do you guys manage that for the the borrower? Well, basically, we if there's judgments or tax liens or anything like that, we want to catch all that up front so that we know if they're set up on a payment plan with the IRS. Judgments will have to be paid prior to closing on the transactions. That's why it's really good to get the fully underwritten approval up front so mm -hmm. that we catch all of that up front. You don't have to worry about that when you wake your offer on your house and you're not scrambling at the last minute to get these things done um, while you're already in contract on a property. Okay. Okay, so that's why you want to get it done up front with you guys. Up front, yes. Get it all done. It <laughs> so there's done. no surprises. No surprises. You don't have to worry about your deposit that you put in. You make sure you meet your contingency periods. Mm -hmm. And also, we're very quick. So when you send us all the paperwork, it's not like there's a two-week lag time to get this fully underwritten approval. 
our approvals are underwritten in 24 hours. That's awesome. So it, you're going to get it. Just take the extra few days up front to do it, the work, and it's going to save you a lot of headache. In the end. And I think that's the biggest part about uh, using your, your services is that you guys have that backed up that everything is fast, done right away. And I think from my understanding is that the underwriters are rewarded or penalized the process or am I talking about somebody else? It's processing. So processing okay. is um, reward. If they get the loan clear to close within seven days, they get a bonus. And if they don't, they get a deduction. On their oh, wow. Day. So everybody's on this like rat race to gotcha, get gotcha. all the conditions cleared within those uh, seven days so that, you know, not only that the buyer meets all their contingencies, but the processor gets their bonus. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, so that's that's the incentive with the with you guys on that part. So, okay. And and I guess that's that's a good topic as far as working with a big bank uh, versus a direct lender such as yourself is that you have that streamlined process. You you have that. You're not going to be working with someone who's um, you're going to get two weeks later from. Across the country, right? Yeah, you don't have to. I don't have to dial an eight hundred number to contact my underwriter mm -hmm. and sit on hold, like while you talk to different people all the time on your file. It's that's why again I went to Movement Mortgage just because I can literally pick up the phone, call the underwriter directly, go over conditions that they've put on the uh, approval, and explain myself and the client to them mm -hmm. so we can get everything handled and everybody wants to get your loan done and works together to get it done um, and in a timely timely manner yeah that's good and okay um, yeah because I, I you know with a, one of my first uh, buyers we had to call uh, we called to North Carolina and then we called to Texas and then we called somewhere else and it was just a little <laughs> little bit of a rat race on the boat but uh, you know the, the forceful nature and, and actually I think I called the the President's secretary, <laughs> so that uh, and eventually got it done. And we we closed two days earlier than than expected. So, and we also have a thing called loan committee mm -hmm. movement. So, like, if an underwriter doesn't want, it doesn't think your file is you know approvable, they it doesn't it can't just be denied by that underwriter. Oh, wow. It has to go to what's called loan committee to get um, second reviewed. So or have you know their underwriting managers review the file before you know it gets denied so it's another big step that movement has that one person can't say this isn't going to work that it goes to a second level okay of review well that's good to know yeah. i think uh some you know working with first-time home buyers and millennials who are just you know shocked about the process and are just a little bit you know scared on buying this big asset they want to make sure that you know they have a chance to get the next house. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, as far as uh, other questions that I have through the process, um, the termite issue. So um, no, I think I'll skip the termite for right now, but uh, the appraisal. So how do you guys conduct the appraisal from the lending side? Um, so basically when um, we normally order the appraisal right up front, unless the agent tells us that they want us to hold off for whatever reason. Okay. Um, but uh, basically, once you go into contract, we issue loan disclosures to the buyer to sign. And then as soon as they sign that, they will um, send us a credit card form. That's something that the buyer has to pay up front is okay. for the appraisal. So appraisals are usually like $500 for a conventional FHA. Um, VA can sometimes be more than that. Mm -hmm. Jumbo more, could be a little bit more than that. 
But um, once you sign those disclosures, we want to get that appraisal ordered right away so that we make sure we meet those contingency periods. Um, all appraisals are ordered through a management company that we work with, um, except the VA. VA appraisals are ordered through the VA. Okay. And those can take longer than a regular conventional or okay. FHA. So conventional FHA loan, Jumbo, we can get those back um, five days, wow. um, three days on a rush. If you if the buyer wants to pay an extra hundred dollars for a rush fee, um, and then the VA is ten days from the day we order it. Okay, yeah. uh, and so um, the the appraisal comes back, and um, what what happens if the appraisal's off? Let's say that um, the house is for a million and it comes in at nine hundred ninety thousand. Okay. So what what's the process there? So we can either go back in and rebuttal, the, do a rebuttal on the appraisal. So if the realtor has other comps that they feel like the appraiser didn't utilize, mm -hmm. we can go in and send those comparables into the appraiser and see if they will adjust the value to the to what you know the higher value sure. to the purchase price. Um, if the if we don't have comps to support it and the appraisal is what it is, um, we have it has to be reviewed by underwriting. Um, then underwriter will say it's good, and so we're at 990, for instance. Um, so either the seller can come down mm -hmm. to what the appraised value is, or the buyer can come in with the difference. Um, if they really love it. If they love it, yeah. If they really love it, and yeah. if the seller wants to sell their house because they have to move somewhere else, then they're going to lower it. Okay, um, and so on that... Uh, now, termites... How does how do you guys manage that during the the contract period of time? So for termite, um, it's not required on conventional or FHA. We do not require a termite report. So a lot of you know we'll leave it out of the contract so that yep. we don't have to you know uh, we don't see tie it to the loan. Tie it to the loan, basically. Okay. Um, on a VA, it is required. So um, normally you have all section one completed, but there's a lot of time. If the report comes back and this stuff on section two is something that the lender feels mm -hmm. needs to be done, we we have to complete section two as well um, because VA again is it's required um, okay. for the termite. But um, as long as on the final closing statement for conventional jumbo um, FHA, there's not a charge on there for the termite, then we don't require the report at all. Okay. So that would just be something you would handle directly with the seller and not have to deal with the lender. Okay. So that's good as far as uh, knowing that's concerned, I think, because everyone, they hear termite, they hear, you know, process, so, and they think that it's all combined or it's not. It probably used to be, uh, I believe, at some point where termite was required with loans. It was, yeah. So now, not anymore because it's kind of messed the whole, you know, process from, from here on out. Um yeah, so we definitely want to make sure on a VA termites done right away. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Now, um with holdbacks, um you and I kind of know the term. So what what is it? What is a holdback? So basically like if there's something work that needs to be done on the property, but they don't have time to do it prior to the loan closing, mm -hmm. you can have escrow hold back a certain amount of money um to get that work done right after um the closing. And so basically um, once the work's done, they pay the money directly to the contractor that is doing the work on okay. the house. Uh, normally, escrow holdbacks can be less than $2,000. If 
you have something that's higher than that, it's going to cost more money, um, then we'd have to get that approved through underwriting and then, you know, basically like the lender will hold that money back and then pay it out to the contractor that's doing the work on it after closing. So um, it's done. 2000 is pretty easy to have approved, <laughs> but anything over that, it's just, it just has to go to upper. Sure. Okay. Yeah, if it's a larger amount. I think we're talking about rehab loans at that point. Or, right. Um, and that's a, that's a different topic for a different episode that, that, that I will have uh, coming up. Um, okay, so I'm now I remember uh, the uh, question that I had, I guess the, the thought that kind of stuck with me is, is a termite. Um, just for for uh, make sure that our listeners aren't aren't known as far as section one, section two. Uh, section one means wood damage to the property. There's structural damage due to the termites. Section two is that there is a uh, infestation in the property, so it might have to be tented or whatever the case may be, or a warning to the consumer. Mm-hmm. So um, and then with uh, section one, section two. If it's required on the contract, obviously you guys are going to say, hey, we need uh, termite completion signed off by the buyer and um, uh, potentially maybe a holdback as well. So going, going back to that holdback that we talked about uh, briefly. So um, that's pretty much it on that. And, and we will take a short break. Okay. Um, now the the closing then the trid rules you know so you got the approval you passed the appraisal you passed the inspections you passed everything you ha- you passed your um the appraisal's uh, condition of the property so what happens between now and and uh, the, the closing so once the loan is uh the appraisal's in condos approved all income assets everything everything's done we submit the file in for a clear to close um and our clear to close process takes about 24 hours when we submit it into underwriting for them to review it for final review. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a document that has to go, it's called the closing disclosure. Uh, most companies will not send out the closing disclosure um, until the loan is fully clear to close. Our company will send out the closing disclosure prior to that, mm-hmm. once we have an approval on the loan, so that when they when the buyer signs it, there's a three day wait until they can sign loan documents. Um, but we like to issue the closing disclosure in advance so that we're not waiting until the last minute to issue the closing disclosure <laughs> and not meeting the um, you know the close date. So we don't wait until the loan's clear to close to send it out. We send it out prior to that. So then once the loan's clear to close, we can get docs out. Right. Right away. <laughs> I mean, it sounds easy on, on, you know, when we're talking about it, but, right. but you're, when they're in the middle of the process, it's, it's just like, oh, what now? What, what next? Now? What, what next? Now? What's yeah. coming up as far as that, that's yeah. concerned. And then you have the CD go out to satisfy the TRID doc, you know, regulations. And then you have loan docs. So, loan so what happens at that point? So basically once the loan's clear to close, um, the escrow company and, uh, movement will it, work together to finalize that closing disclosure. Okay. And then it'll show the buyer, the buyer, how much cash they're going to have to bring in to the penny mm-hmm. of what they need to bring in. And we issue loan documents. So once the loan documents are issued, escrow will contact the buyer and have them come in and sign documents. So this is going to be the final set of loan documents showing rate, payment, cash to close, everything, term of the loan, what type of loan you're getting, 
going to be a lot of paperwork that you would sign at the end. Um, and then you would have to wire your funds to close so we can, we can fund on our end below. Yeah. So folks, you know, whenever you're getting those rate, uh, you know, t you know, the lenders, bankers, whoever's going to be talking to you, you know, know that you're not going to know the fully, you know, end payment until you go through that whole 30 day process. Yeah. So just have a, an idea of what it is, but don't, you know, think it's the, the set in stone as soon as you close. Right, because things can change. You might get multiple quotes on your homeowner's insurance and the homeowner's policy, you know, could be mm -hmm. different from what you originally started with and property taxes and, and things like that. HOAs. HOAs are, you know, could be different. So when we pre-approve you, we kind of give you an estimate on what HOAs are in that area, mm -hmm. what estimated taxes are in that area. But until you get that specific property, and you get that homeowner's quote, and you get that the HOA and the tax completely correct, you, you'll know that in the end, yeah. Yeah, that, that's good to know. And, and I guess one topic that I kind of left off just while we're talking about this is HOA. So how, do you, how does a lender like yourself approve an HOA to say, hey, you're okay with getting a loan here versus not approved? What, what's the guidelines? Um, so basically we have to go through condo underwriting. So if you're buying a condo, we have to submit the HOA contact information management company and the lender will order what's called a condo questionnaire and they have to answer certain questions on, well they have to answer all the questions on the questionnaire and then the questionnaire has to get reviewed and make sure it's an approvable complex. We have to review the budget, mm -hmm. um, we have to review the master policy to, to make sure there's enough homeowners in, uh, coverage on the outside for the outside of the condo. We also have to, um, you know, see what the occupancy ratios are, how many primary residences, how many investment properties are in the, in the complex. If the, pro if the complex has any litigation, that's another reason it could not get approved is due to litigation. But we don't just, with our company, we don't just do a hard stop on things. We'll review litigation and see what it's about and mm -hmm. see if we can still approve that complex. Um, and depending on how you're buying the property, if you're buying as a primary residence, then you may not have to uh, meet those occupancy ratios. If you're buying as an investment property, depending on how much you're putting down, yeah, you may or may yeah. not have. So there's a bunch of different uh, guidelines to it, um, but again, we order that stuff right away, so that's all done within your contingency time period. And then also, if you're a realtor knows that you are wanting to buy in this complex um, ahead of time, we can get the complex approved prior to you even going into, into escrow on it. So we can get all those docs up front. Mm -hmm. If you know, like, for sure, we're going to, you know, want to purchase in here as soon as a, a property comes available. Right. So. Well, I'm, I'm assuming also uh, on the list side of things, too, because I had a, a client um, in an area that had some litigations and uh, your company was pretty quick on, on removing some of those litigation that made it easier to uh, sell in that area, which exactly. was Ladera Ranch of a condo. And there were some pinhole leaks and it led to lawsuits. And then um, there was uh, some settlement that worked out between the builder and the the people that own the properties. So, and you guys are real quick to get that flipped around and turned around to make that uh, sellable. Cause that not only does that help the buyer, but also helps the seller get the highest possible dollar that they can get. Exactly. So you guys do a tremendous job as far, as far as adding value to um, that community there. So, um, okay. And then with uh, HOA approvals, 
Um, what else do we have to talk about HOAs? Because they're, uh, they're well, if, if we talked about conventional, so mm-hmm. with FHA, um, they up until just recently, you had to have the complex FHA That's approved right. prior. Folks, this is news right here that you're listening to right now. So Leslie's the pro on that. <laughs> so the new regulations is. Uh, well, started today. Okay. October oh, today. 15th, yes. October fifteenth. So. Um, before, you actually had to have the complex FHA approved prior to uh, going into contract on that mm-hmm. property. Um, now, you don't have to have it FHA approved up front. We can get the complex FHA approved during the transaction as wow. we do with conventional loans. Um, so, it's we still have to order all the same documentation mm-hmm. that we would, that FHA would have uh, ordered to get the complex approved. Um, but we can now do it while you're in contract. So the, the complex does not have to be FHA approved prior. The only way that, and then VA, um, it has to be a VA approved complex to get it, um, to get the loan to go through for VA. But the difference between, uh, and you can correct me because you're the expert on this. So the difference between VA and FHA is that VA, once it's approved, it's, it's always, always approved. approved. Yeah. And FHA then, was every two years. Did they change that? I've, or is it still two years at this point, yeah. October 15, 2019. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, that's phenomenal. So, and, and I'm going to have your, you know, your website linked into the, the description and your telephone number. So if anybody wants to get a loan and you're approved in California and Louisiana, Louisiana and Florida. And Florida. Okay. Yeah. So three <laughs> states. So if you're listening in any one of those three states, you want to call Leslie to help you with your lending possibilities, refinancing, and uh, purchasing at this time. So I had to talk about. So you have that. What else? Anything else about HOAs? So I guess with with uh, FHA approval, um, areas that have an enhancement fee or anything else will not never get a FHA, FHA approval. approval. Um, Currently, right now, no, they're not allowing okay. FHA oh, so in this area. About okay, yeah. that's interesting. <laughs> not right now, but I don't. <clears throat> I am not sure if that's going to be changed anytime soon. But yeah, so that right could... now, any with enhancement fee is not going to. Gotcha. Rancho uh, Mission Viejo, Ladera Ranch. Yeah. Yeah. So some communities near us are are not FHA approved, but uh, maybe HUD might change that anytime, just like they do with the condos to make it easier for people to to buy in those uh, communities. So, okay. So, yes, Lu- Leslie is from Louisiana, so she loves her saints. <laughs> She's really happy. She she uh, is all decked out with her saints, and uh, you went to the game, right? I went to the game two weeks ago. <laughs> we don't have a quarterback right now. Well, we do have a quarterback. We have a backup quarterback. Uh, but we're winning, so that's good. Um, so, hopefully when Drew Brees comes back, yeah. we'll be- that's good. My Rams are three and three. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> and they had a. Well, you you won. You beat us. Yeah, so. we beat you guys, but yeah. uh, you had a breeze for for ten seconds. I ten think. Seconds. <laughs> ten seconds. That game. We're ten a seconds. Off. <laughs> yeah. So maybe next time around, they, you guys might beat us. So, okay. Uh, so Leslie, um, about yourself, uh, what what do you have to say as far as 
you know, contacting you and, and uh, your... Um, so best way to contact me is, you know, via my cell phone um, I, or text, email. I'm always, always, always connected to this phone. So <laughs> I work, you know, nights. I, you know, I help agents and clients on the weekends. Um, so you can contact me um, at 949-933-7055. Um, my email address is leslie, L-E-S-L-I-E dot O'Neal, O-N-E-A-L at movement.com. Um, so again, best if, if you don't get me on the phone right away, text me, I'll give you a call right back. Um, I'm very available as a lot of the agents know. Yep, absolutely. um, You're helping one of our buyers right now and and it's uh, moving very quickly as far as, uh, how it's working out. I can't really talk about the details because we're in contract, but you guys are doing a good job as far as from your end and from what I understand, the, the, the buyer is really happy with, uh, working with you. So... So we appreciate that. And I have an um, awesome team too. I have an assistant, Shelly Mooney. Um, if I'm for whatever reason, shout I'm out available, to Shelly. Shout out to Shelly. She um, she's on it. She's so personable. Everyone loves her. So um, <laughs> she's like my sidekick. So. Good. Well, yeah. thanks for for uh, coming in for this interview. I know it's uh, not everyone wants to be filmed and uh, listened to all the time, but uh, I appreciate it. I think. Our uh, listeners are going to appreciate uh, what you have to say as far as, uh, you know, working through the process. And uh, everyone, thanks for listening to the Millennial Realtor Podcast. And uh, we'll until next time, we'll chat soon. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's phenomenal. So, and and I'm going to have your you know, your website linked into the, the description and your telephone number. So if anybody wants to get a loan and you're approved in California and Louisiana, Louisiana and Florida. And Florida. Okay, yes. so three states. So if you're listening in any one of those three states, you want to call Leslie to help you with your lending possibilities, refinancing and uh, purchasing at this time.